It's the I suck grandpas band. Damn. You mm -hmm. suck grandpas? Ew. <laughs> so it's like I'm the producers, them. except that was grandmas. I'm sorry, grandpa. I am not putting on my pants, Sarah, because I know what that means. Joining me, as always, is the dark but thoughtful, artful Lothario. Fartful? Morgan. And the creative genius behind the Muppet Dracula musical, Kunu. Yeah. Kunu. And that actually is so <laughs> close to your name. That's, That's why right. I, I was... I, <laughs> That's so good. I Immediately, the first thing I wanted to say for this podcast was like, that's my name for the podcast today. All right. I'm referencing the goddamn <laughs> movie. I'm Kunu. Your podcast name is Kunu. Pleasure <laughs> yeah. to meet you. My Hawaiian podcast uh, today name. Today, we will be talking about one of my all-time favorite films, Forgetting Sir Marshall, a film in which a slacker musician boyfriend is dumped by his Law & Order-style crime drama girlfriend, the titular Sarah Marshall, played by always delightful Kristen Bell. Side note, pivot. That slacker boyfriend is played by my all-time favorite, Jason Siegel. <gasps> After being dumped, our keyboard tallboy flees from the sorrow in his heart into the island state, that is, Hawaii, where he unfortunately <laughs> runs into Sarah Marshall, and then <coughs> hijinks ensue. Oh my god. So, let's get this right out of the way, folks. Let's hear some first impressions. I feel like that was the longest summer you've ever done. It's his favorite movie. Or it's a very good movie that he likes Manny, a lot. Manny, let's start with you. Is this your favorite movie? Yeah. Uh... Ooh, it's turned it on his ass. I thought, like, Going the Distance was your favorite. It's most relatable, I think, for him. I don't know. It's hard to say. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I've watched a, a lot. I've watched both those films a fair bit. I don't know if I have necessarily one favorite movie, but Forgetting Sarah Marshall is definitely up there. Mmm. Okay. Why, but, though? Since we're in, this doesn't count as a first impressions, because, for you at least, because this is literally, like, your 10th or 20th time watching this film. Yeah, we can get into that after first impressions. So let's go <laughs> with you guys first. Let's start with the uh, slutty musician over here, Morgan. Uh, well, I've seen the movie right, before. Um, and it's, you know, rom-coms aren't generally my thing, but it's a, it's a decent rom-com. <laughs> very insightful i love it so much to say uh next let's go with a little fucking emo dracula musical boy over here keanu i'm or, sorry, kunu. kunu yes he's literally i i i like to think i accidentally based based row off of him because he seems very row like to me my dnd character <laughs> uh, <laughs> radishes everywhere was he eating radishes a lot he was just forgetting people's names like constantly he's like just burnt out by his work just seems like a cool this I, I love seem very Paul confusing Rudd. to our viewers at home but keanu's talking about a character in the movie called kunu played by paul rudd and mm -hmm. some stoner surfer dude yep he smoked weed and my is, is a surfer oh, yeah. probably smokes yeah. weed uh yeah so all right kunu let's so wait, uh, get back on is track. that what your first impression what are is your first impressions yes. are? <laughs> His no. first impression is this is a lot like D&D. This is my character in the movie. But no, my first impression is since I'm the only one who's actually never seen this movie before. Super horny movie. I was I thought this was a 13 PG-13 movie. I was I was stunned the first time I saw Jason Siegel's penis. Um was not expecting that at all. 
or Mila Kunis's yeah. uh, fake boobage either. So that was. Those were actually her tits, bro. No, they weren't. I was, I was, t- I was telling Keanu this earlier. Yeah, exactly. They're, they were, oh. com- they were computer generated or whatever. <laughs> what? That's, That's so whack. weird. They look so real. I mean, if you, you were look jerking at porn, off to an AI. Porn is I pretty was real. not jerking off to that particular. Oh, okay. I was jerking off to an AI. Ah, okay. Mm. Exposing Very yourself, telling. Morgan. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into, I guess, the horny and lustful bits of this movie, because there are a lot. It is a kind of a very sexual movie. Um, our main character, Peter, one of the main things, Peter being played by Jason Siegel, the boyfriend who gets stumped by Sarah Marshall, he goes ahead and deals with his grief in one of the oldest ways in which people do. Fucking his grief. brains out. Fucking his mm. brains out. He goes ahead and has a little sex montage. We see that. And then uh, the girl, the guy who uh, Sarah Marshall left Peter for is played by, oh my god, I always forget his real name. Russell it's fucking Brand. Russell Brand. Yeah. He's so distinctive. How could you forget him? I always want to call him Russell Crowe, and I know that's not right. Oh, that's the guy um, who played Gladiator, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also, what's his face in Les Mis? Javert. But neither here nor there. Jafar? Dude. That character is also pure sex. Russell Brand's character is pure sex. Just everything he does and says is sex. He's hedonistic. Um, he is. He's a very hedonistic character. And also, you want to hate him at first, but he kind of grows on you. And he grows on Peter as well. Oh, I would say the opposite. Yeah, I he, wanted opposite. to love him, and I did oh. up until the end where I started to hate him. What did you hate about him? Well, at first, like, he was being really chill and nice to everyone. But then it kind of, over the course of the story, became clear he was using his values in ways to essentially, uh, I guess, hurt others. Like... He, he's he got his feelings about way, with the way things should be, and I feel like he enters into these contracts with... with uh, He enters into this relationship contract with Kristen, what, Kristen Bell's character, Sarah. but is like also cheating on her and then has a whole uh, discussion where he's like, yeah, women are for sex. They're for me to fuck. That is their purpose. And I'm like, okay, I don't like you yeah. anymore. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I thought he meant like... Like not just women. I thought he was like being like, I'm I'm, I'm willing to fuck anybody, not just women. But I, I never might, might have talk about his sexuality. No, but it's it, and that's the thing. Mm. I mean, it's never he's only ever fucked women or talked about the attractiveness of women. So he's definitely he's definitely played very straight. I would love it if he was. Well, I don't know. Maybe then they would play up the whole bisexual people are sex fiends Sluts. and cheaters. Yeah. Which is what he was, so maybe it would have been worse if he was bisexual. Oh, you actually know. I don't maybe, know right. if necessarily oh, he entered into a contract knowing that there was like <laughs> a specifically monogamous thing going on there. Because he, he used the in, fact that he, he fucked entered, the housewife he, as a housewife way to hurt as a way to hurt her. So he must have known that it was wrong. Maybe, but also he also entered into that relationship with Sarah cheating on Peter that entire time. And he thought it was perfectly normal. He even didn't know that it wasn't okay to tell Peter. He told Peter and was like, oh, I'm sorry, I thought you knew that I was fucking your girl for an entire year. <laughs> yeah, but that's so just I, because oh he probably thought that she told him. But she didn't tell him. She kept that secret. Not that he, he thought it was seems... right, because he clearly knows it's not. Like, he's not an I don't idiot. Know, man. He He's not an idiot. But I also think that he's not played 
as a queer character necessarily, but he is played as a character who I think believes in hedonistic lifestyles and who also might have polyamorous leanings because he doesn't seem yeah. to mm-hmm. be tied down. And he also and doesn't make a secret, though. that's perfectly fine. But he's using it uh, against another person or he's not having that conversation straight up in the beginning as he should be mm-hmm. if he knows that not everyone subscribes to his lifestyle. He just is like... Uh, living it regardless uh, and even knowing that he clearly his girlfriend probably isn't down for that or he doesn't know and doesn't care to have that conversation he just continues living his life I think it was a dick move on his part yeah I could definitely see that he's a very reckless person I think is what it comes down to because I don't think he cares to keep it a secret but I also don't think he cares to tell the truth and be upfront. it's the big thing with his character just a superstar right that's just what his uh his personality is he's just like i'm i don't care i got groupies and whatever yeah well i mean he says as much to sarah during the dinner where he's like um you know well like yeah i think i could fuck whoever and like it doesn't really matter because it's just like the most interesting thing that two people could be doing at any moment he has a very british accent which i can't do so i i don't think he necessarily cares to be deceitful or hurtful i think he just lives his life and is reckless more than anything else but how could she have not known that he was sleeping with other people if he wasn't being discreet i don't know i think maybe he was just too busy fucking her for the most part and then every once in a while he'd fuck somebody else i'm just never yeah i don't know i still uh i still he's not a great character no i thought he was really great and i was actually really worried that like he's not yeah. I was really worried that they were like gonna do something where he started drinking again and then became like a huge asshole or something. But mm. I think for the for the most part he was good up until like, and then he like, st- and then the whole thing he said about Sarah afterwards. Sarah is that her name? Yes, forgetting yeah. Sarah Marshall. <laughs> like at <laughs> the end, forgot like, Sarah Marshall. She's uh she's mad at him for uh obviously you know fucking other people or having different values than her, and I guess. She was unaware of this about him before, which is also kind of, they really should have had a conversation about it because it seems like that's pretty upfront about the kind of person he is. Uh, And then he's like just bashing on her entirely. It's like, yo, she didn't really do anything, man. She just expressed her discontent with with the way you acted in the relationship. And he kind of really slammed her down after that. And it was kind of like, I don't know, man, it's not cool. You don't have to be such a dick about it. Yeah. Just surprisingly, he's, I mean, you're not supposed to like him, I think, by the end of the film. And Which I is don't unfortunate. Like. I wanted him to be likable all the way through. I was upset when they made him mm. unlikable at the end. <laughs> well, I mean, he was always a bit of a dick, too, right? Like, Jonah yeah, no Hill's perfect. character was annoying, but, like, he was unnecessarily rude to him. I yeah. thought he was pretty, pretty like, I thought he was pretty understanding. I mean, he probably gets this uh, nonstop. He's probably, like, sick and tired of fucking people coming up to him and being like that yeah and like, but you could be upfront and honest and kind still instead of being yeah. like a. I thought he was for fucking... the most part until no, like Jonah continuously continuously went past those boundaries like even like coming into his home and like begging him to to listen to the mixtape it's like yo dude <laughs> just let someone else live live their life you're kind of hounding on this guy now and it's like mm-hmm. a little stalkerish and of course he's gonna be pissed and not cool and if I if I was what's his face Aldous, I probably would have acted the same way towards Jonah Aldous Hill. Snow. Very good name. His name yeah, is Aldous Snow? Yeah. Right? Aldous Snow? Sure. Nice. 
He's a coke addict. Um, oh yeah. Paulina's uh, was joking him of saying like one of her artist friends is like him, and I was like, yeah, that that sounds about right. Or um, uh, what was yeah. Jonah Hill's character? I don't think he even got a name, honestly. Just waiter dude, right? Oh yeah. No, he he has he a said name. His, he said his own name. He was like, ah, oh, I think Chris? he said his own name during that. Ah, oh, I can't remember what? it either. I don't even remember. <laughs> He have you seen? Said it. Have you seen Get Him to the Greek, Manny? Yeah, uh, I was gonna say we should talk of, about that. That was a spinoff of this movie, right? Right. No, Aldous it's not. Snow re- Wait, reprises really? his role in that film. Get it's just Are a you spinoff serious? following Aldous Snow. Yeah, Wait, I haven't seen it, but have you seen it, Manny? No, I haven't. Okay, I was just what curious. the fuck? How? I don't get that though. That means it's okay. This is bullshit. It's an entire cinematic universe. No, not but like that means Jonah Hill's playing two different characters and yes, but looks like yeah. the same person. This he is, is fucking playing Carly two different characters, but is the same guy. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, that's stupid. Okay, that is. But yeah, but uh, um, you know, talking, complaining so much about Aldis and Jonah's characters, um, kind of brings home the whole aspect here that I think the movie is really pushing that none of these characters are perfect. All of them are flawed. Yeah. Yeah, you want that, right? Just a normal thing. Yeah, I would. I would hope. It's annoying when you create like a static, one-dimensional, perfect Mary yeah. Sue character. That's why we have a whole term for it when they when they pop up. Mary and mm-hmm. Gary Sue. Ah, uh, the classic. Mary and Gary Sue, classic. But um, what did we think of the two uh, main, main characters in terms of romantic interest? What did we? Think? Ah. Or like, let's talk about the love triangle. Let's talk about Sarah. Let's talk about Jason Siegel and Mia Rachel. Kunis. Yeah, Rachel and um, oh my god, Peter. These are these are really bad names, by the way. They're totally nondescript names. They are not. Aldous Snow is probably the most memorable one, and Sarah oh, yeah. Marshall, obviously, for being Sarah Marshall. Morgan forgot Sarah Marshall. Yeah, I... <laughs> somehow. No, I said it was Sarah, but it's like it sounds weird as just Sarah because when you think of yeah. her name, you just think forgetting Sarah Marshall. I'm like, is her name forgetting? No, that's not right. It's Sarah. <laughs> well, let's, let's go into it though let's talk about the characters sure. peter sarah and uh rachel hmm i think them? that their relationship at first didn't seem like it stood up that much it's kind of like oh this dude's really sad like super fucking sad mm-hmm. and i don't feel like i if i were rachel i would be like this is kind of a turnoff dude like i know you're going through it but like it's kind of weird <laughs> And then, Jasmine said the same thing, so I think that's really funny. But however, the 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 way that it comes up again, like the like the rebound, like the re, the actual rebound that happens, it's kind of natural, and I kind of dig it a little bit. Like she's sort of into like the weird shit he's into. They they have cute jokes together. They have like weird you know relationship bound like not weird uh, weird expense together, jumping off the cliff, fighting off her ex, you know that kind of shit, getting to know each other over four days. It seemed like it, it kind of, after like that initial weird, awkward first meeting, it kind of spun onto something good, which, yeah, that could, that could be actual, that could be actually, that could actually happen, like, um, what was it, my sister's uh, current, um, fiance, uh, they, they didn't know each other at all for like years, and they were, say, in the same friend group until they started, hit, they hit it off, and they just became a couple, and now she's my, he's my fucking soon-to-be other, uh, brother-in-law like it, 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 it grew on me is what i'm saying i quite like that relationship uh dynamic yeah what did y'all think though i i like peter and rachel i think rachel had a point in being mad at peter at the end yeah um, totally 
And I think she probably could have stuck to it. And I think she got kind of bullied into giving him another chance. I think Peter did the right thing in that he apologized and then left and didn't make a big deal about it and didn't try to win her back and respected her boundaries. But I think Rachel's friends were also like a bit dickheadish and being like, oh, you know, like he only took like 10 seconds of head. And where it's like, he still cheated on her. He kissed somebody else. He got head and like his body didn't respond, but his mind is willing to do it. So there's that aspect of it. And I think um, Peter, again, like all the characters in this film, is a flawed dude. I think he did settle into his routine with Sarah Marshall. And I think that he didn't push himself to reach for his own dreams and goals. And I think he was actually probably depressed, which is why he just got kind of complacent. And I think why Sarah breaking up with him was such a big deal to him because it was the only real anchor in his life that was anything good. And I think that he was not an emotionally mature person and didn't know how to deal with things. And he grew a lot on his trip, but I mean, he grew a lot on his trip. I think is probably my favorite thing about this movie. Just the amount of growth we see Peter go through where you're like, he rediscovers his passion and who he is outside of Sarah. And like, yeah, he has this relationship with Rachel, which would have been great if he hadn't fucked it up. But you know, he grew so much from it that when he fucked it up, he like admitted it to himself and manned up and was like, I am sorry. Here's this picture that never should have been, anywhere in general and i'm gonna go back home and leave you alone because that's what you want and then Mm. he went home and wrote an awesome fucking musical yeah yeah do you guys think it was weird that these (laughs) two spent a total of four days together i think one of which they were dating he obviously he fucks up you know there's a a lot of issues he's got ex-girlfriend new girlfriend you know shit goes down whatever and then like he goes home for a long enough period to like write an entire musical, get all the puppets, set up the whole thing. <laughs> like it must have been months upon months. He needs a, a venue, yeah. uh, money it's for it, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah at and least like a year. this person that he knew for like four days a year ago. Like, did neither of them move on in that time? They literally found no one else or no other meaningful relationships in that entire year or who knows how long apart. I actually thought it was really strange to see them <laughs> get back. I'm just like, yeah, sure. Like, you had a really amazing time. But one, you were in Hawaii on vacation and she works in customer service. So she also was playing up the niceness for a lot of it. And it's like you, you literally were together for essentially one night uh, romantically and a year goes by and and like nothing <clears throat> new or substantial came in that period of time in between. I was like, damn. I mean, that's why I think it makes sense. I but I'm I'm one. I'm kind of a romantic. Which is why I like romantic comedies. We know. But more importantly, I also think that it is true to life (laughs) that sometimes people find some spark with another person that is so intense and so quick and it's just so outlandish that from the outside looking in, it seems insane that, like, you meet someone for a day and you're like, yep, that's the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. And I don't know if the chemistry went necessarily there between the actors, but Mm -mm. I think the characters of Peter and Rachel were meant to have that spark. And I think they grew so much from each other that, you know... Like, yeah, they lingered on each other. Peter, I could definitely see not doing anything else because he was so focused on his musical. He wasn't really interested in anybody else. Rachel probably could have found somebody else. She is a very attractive, very smart, very funny girl who has a great personality and, like, you know, has probably a slew of options. 
But also, I think, you know, she was just doing her thing, doing her work, not really connecting with anyone. Um, yeah, I just and, didn't, I didn't, I definitely think they were meant to be, like, soulmate-esque. But I did yeah. not see that connection whatsoever, at least from uh, from Mila Kunis' side. It didn't seem, she the whole time it really felt like customer service to me, where I was like, <laughs> man, is she doing this for a tip? It does not feel, it didn't feel nearly as genuine um and for and for uh what's his face peter i was like it really it could just be you know that intense rebound that you get especially when you're trying yeah. so hard to make something work when you're it's almost like you 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 gotta do because your fucking ex is here watching in the other room which kind yeah. of makes <laughs> the displays even grander and also you're in hawaii so of course it's gonna everything's gonna seem so much and you're drunk all the time so it's all going to seem so much bigger. But yeah, I definitely yeah. think it was supposed to be soulmates. Uh, I just, I really like the darker idea of like, they have each other for those four days, fucks up, doesn't work out. And then they just kind of move on beyond that. And you can be like, yeah, you can have a great yeah. relationship and it cannot work. And you just move on and you can find another great relationship. There's plenty out there. Yeah, although I think it is too common with people where they linger on those feelings, and I think a lot of people would be like, well, wouldn't he still feel something, and wouldn't she still feel something? So, I mean, you know, it's it's formulaic, but I think it's what audiences want. They want to see these two get together at the end, even if maybe that's not so true to real life, which, I mean, that's fine. Movies are escapism. Mm, I was also, down though, to see him go you back, said, get um, back with Sarah Marshall. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt right there before I forget. <laughs> You said that maybe Rachel was doing it for a tip or whatever. She got the tip. The tip of Jason Siegel's penis. She got more than the tip. Yeah. She got the whole Old dollar. Shaft. Nice. Yeah. Sex. Sex. <laughs> nice. No, um, 69. All right, before we move on into other aspects of the movie, let's talk about the titular character. Let's talk about Sarah Marshall, Kristen Bell oh, playing boy. Sarah Marshall. She was kind of a mess. Yeah, and my issue with that is that I feel like I didn't get, like, a full picture of Sarah. Like, we get we get her, we do get her, like, shittiness towards Alduis and also to Peter, obviously. But I feel like I didn't get, like, why she was shitty. I just feel like she was just an actress. She felt, to, like, put it the best in perspective, she felt very flat to me. And I was just kind of like, why is she so flat of a character when she's, like, the main attract the main um like force behind the movie and it didn't seem like it was giving her enough like a reason for to dislike um peter but maybe that's all she needed maybe she just she didn't dislike peter i just feel like her dislike. plight was maybe the most easiest to understand or the most relatable it's I, like i got it but I he feel like was she needed depressed more, for it seems like years of their relationship, and she was slowly drowning alongside of him. It sounds like she did a lot of work that he just ignored to uh, to try to work on things. And then oh. I guess she found kind of comfort elsewhere, and eventually realized like she wasn't gonna get back the relationship or the person that she loved, and it was selfish of her to keep doing this double life so she kind of cut ties entirely so and this then, is what i about yep. that though is kind of crazy is um how they told us that how she was fed up and how we view her in the movie in the movie she is 
Um, she plays up a facade. She's an actress. She's shitty to Peter. She tries to get back with him. She cheats on him. We're told all of this when re that's reinforced all the time. But her reasonings are just told to us by her own man. And we're supposed to not really trust her either at this point. It, I feel like she could have been played more sympathetic and we could have got more of that. But it, it didn't feel like I got that through the movie. I was just, you know, told by that by the movie. Which is fair. It's not like exploration on the characters, whatever. Well, I feel but like it, it just was, feels like like his depression was clearly shown to us in the beginning. Yeah, I, don't know. Also I, I found like we she totally was pretty, got Peter's depression. I thought she was pretty sympathetic throughout. Like it must have been really, really hard for her to have watched someone she loved drowning away, have kind of finally decided to move on, and then to see the person that she loved being himself again the way he couldn't be when when they were together with someone else like that probably hurt more than anything else you know like like why couldn't he have been like that when he was with me why is he being like that for her was i not good enough right. and then it's like she wants to prove that she is worthy or she is good enough like maybe it's just hawaii maybe i can still have that relationship I used to we used to have together and he my issue, then though, yells at her and runs off. My issue is that I feel like the movie's trying to tell us to say you should hate Sarah Marshall because no, yes, those are all incredibly relatable. But then the reason why I'm saying that I got the vibe is because she cheated on him off screen. And that's just like it's like what the fuck? Like I, I before that I was like, okay, I kinda get Sarah Marshall's point. I was like maybe she they could work things together out like they can communicate better for it. But then they just throw out this bombshell like, hey, yeah, fuck yeah, you, she cheated on you for a whole year. And it's like, am I supposed to like her now? No, she's an absolute villain now. She's two-dimensional. She's an she absolute means... villain. I don't know if that's necessarily the case, Keanu. Not a Is villain, cheating? but she Every character here except for Rachel, every main character here except for Rachel cheated. Sarah cheated. Aldous cheated. Fucking Peter cheated. You know, it was for a little bit, but it's still cheated. Like, fair, and, fair. Like, yeah, he was more upfront about it, but like, Man, it happens. It doesn't make her an absolute villain. It doesn't reduce her to a two-dimensional character. It's a mistake that she made because she was sad about her lover being sad and depressed. And I think she still has dimension and character to her. And I don't hate Sarah Marshall as much as I did on first viewing. I think on my first viewing, when I was you much younger, her. I think like I was. It was easy to dismiss her and be like, "Oh, yeah, 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 fuck Sarah Marshall." But I think as you mature and grow, like you can kind of get the idea that. All these characters are flawed and complex and, like, none of them are good or bad. Even Aldous, you know, he's just living his true self. And he could be more honest and he could be better, but he's not an absolute villain. He is just a goddamn depraved little maniac. I will little, say the movie definitely sexy. frames Sarah Marsh. Like, she gets the most hate from everyone. Yeah, that's Every what I mean. single character. I don't hate her. Every single Sarah. character takes a moment to bad talk Sarah. If there was a character yes. in the movie, they bad talked Sarah at some point. She definitely like got the brunt end of the stick from every angle. And she's probably, I don't know. I just felt really bad for her because of the way every single person I mean. at some point really shit talked her. Shit -talked it's like it's her. very strange how, how much we're supposed to dunk on her. Even though yeah. I feel like she could have had a lot more dimensionality. I, yeah, I don't I think she's that. a terrible You're character. Right. I, it's just, it just, it's like... Why are we only dunking on Sarah here? Like Peter, Peter. I mean, yeah, he's not a perfect person, but like, there's, there's got to be something. There has to be reason why people like, like they broke up, like a good reason. But maybe they just don't need a good reason. I don't know. It, yeah, to me, I, I just I was like that. worried about that. But 
That was definitely Sarah, one of my least favorite aspects of the film. I agree with you. Yeah, and that just mm. comes from the writer and director of this movie, right? Like the people who which is Jason Segel. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a guy's <laughs> perspective. It's a it's a young man's perspective. He was like still twenty six or something when he wrote this, and like I'm sure like he just didn't have oh my the god emotional really? death to like really yeah he wasn't that he's old. my age that's crazy. Our practice. Yeah, yeah right. he's oh. our age. We're like he's two that year, age. He was two years younger than me. When so he I don't know if. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you can't really, you can't really, like everyone ages and matures and learns things at different paces. That's so you true. Can't, you can't really put an age on yeah. someone and say. You should know now. Yeah, because I don't know. You can't put your own age knowledge on someone else. Yeah, but I mean, do you think Jason Siegel particularly came off as an emotionally mature person as the writer for this film? Mm, I. You know, it's the. Mm. It's it's a oh gener- I don't think it's any more emotionally mature than any other rom com. I think it's your standard fair rom com. Yeah. I so, I think you might be angry with me with this comparison, but this feel now that I'm thinking about it, I'm getting this idea that uh, this is like the rom com version of the room, their relationship, kind of like, you know, the one sidedness understanding of how their relationship <laughs> was and how cartoonishly evil uh the wife in the room was and it's, similarly yeah. how oh my god just like you get like oh. one perspective you it's, know what yeah, i mean it's, about... it's wild that you because i was at first like what the fuck yeah no way but now that you say it, i'm like actually kind of i can see the parallels <laughs> i'm not like to, it's not it's not one-to-one of course but i mean uh, the no, same is no. like it, it, there's like you're getting only one perspective and when i saw that jason siegel wrote this i'm like oh this is his own idea. It's not it may not be exactly how he feels anymore or how he is how he felt about relationships then, but it's 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 the bias of one person writing about their own perspective in a relationship. And you may try to get as much as you can about the other person, but you're still missing something and sometimes it can accidentally flatten a character you meant to make, you know, whole. Yeah. I, I can yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh my god, the room is so good. <laughs> It's actually pretty bad, but it it tells a lot though. It, it got me though. to understand Jason Siegel or you not. Probably Jason could Siegel, have understood Kier. it without that parallel, but it's okay. Kier. I don't know that that parallel really <laughs> opened it up. I have to say, did it really? That really? Yeah. Oh no, you I could probably do with like you the Hulk or next something. Time I see you might just do a little bam bam. I don't watch but, rom-coms, so my my knowledge is limited to the the very small amount of like romance, romance and comedies I've seen. And well, the room is a romance of some sort. <laughs> it is. Yeah, Jesus I mean, well, let's face it, romantic comedies can be pretty formulaic, and this is a romantic comedy. That being said, before we go to break, I want to talk about one thing. Oh um, boy, my favorite aspect of this film, the music. Ooh. Oh. I don't know what you guys thought about it, but uh, I used to only really like Peter's songs. I really like the Dracula musical, and I also really like that self-loathing aspect where he's like, Peter, you suck. Peter, music is fucking terrible. Sit down and write these, <laughs> we write these bullshit songs. Oh, You're damn, so self-loathing. Go see the psychiatrist. I don't like the psychiatrist. Go see one anyway. Love that shit. Right. And, yeah. I uh, didn't like it at first, but I really liked uh, Aldous Snow's music in this fucking movie nowadays it's just they're funny it's so cheesy it's, it's good. so cheesy uh what's uh, that one in the very beginning about the planet 
Does he have any oh, others? Oh yeah, that's the only yeah, one. Yeah, I it's it's like a it's like a he has um, that one and he like has a tiny. He's kind of like where's the love like guitar song, like he's yeah. like a so the first one commentator. is like we got to do something. That's the name of the song. It's an yeah. American anthem. Oh it's my like, god! Before Mother Earth gets any more worse, we have to do something now or some shit like that. You made him rap. <laughs> <laughs> I did make him rap. I can't do a British accent, so it came out as rapping. <laughs> Uh, and then the other one is inside you, where it's like, oh yeah, that was oh, funny. How I want to be how I want to be inside you. I do that was not remember good. that one at all. I do a very. It's bad where he's like, stuff. he's like humping the, the 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 stick or the the microphone stand and like giving her bedroom eyes, and Peter's like, what the fuck, and he leaves, and then he goes to see um, what's his name, Kiko, Kiko, whatever the one of the big Hawaiian dudes' name was. Yeah. Um. I liked, I didn't, I, I was, I was actually, I thought you were asking a trick question because I was like, I don't remember any of the music from this movie, but you yeah, mentioned right. like <laughs> the specific songs. I was like, oh, that counts as music? I thought that was just the characters like doing a song, but not like the I mean, music. It's music. You know what I mean? The it characters made me, music. so that's Keanu's answer. That, that shit track. wasn't music, Manny. What the fuck are you talking about? That's true. What shit was trash. <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry, Morgan was being very loud and obtrusive. What did you guys think of the Dracula musical? That was pretty sick. I uh, know, not my I, scene. I would watch that. Really? I, I probably wouldn't. Wow, really? Okay. I don't know anything not, not about a, not it. Not a puppet person. I feel like we didn't learn anything about the musical. I just That one song told me nothing. I don't even know what it's about. I'm with Sarah Marshall. I don't get it. Please don't sing it again. I just well, don't get it. <laughs> there's two songs. I just thought it was tight. The yeah, way that neither was like, of them, um, neither of them gleamed any information to help me understand what was going. The on. The one at the open mic is super telling. It, like the one at the open mic is what the whole story is about. It's about a man who's misunderstood and he's just looking for love and he's just been hurt because he's been living for entirely too long. Have you seen Castlevania? <laughs> I have. Not. That's what. That's you should watch the Castlevania. Just watch the first season. Don't watch any of the other. Two is that seasons. is that similar? Is that how they tell Dracula's story and that he's yes. just kind of uh, hurt? Literally, soul? yes. Okay, I'm yeah. not even joking. That's it's awesome. actually very. I'm like, oh, I, that's how I understood it. So I mean, but even then, even without like the comparison, I thought like the puppetry was really cool. Yeah. And the the, the special effects. The I li- I mean I like Avenue Q. Like I'm a fucking weirdo, shitty piece of person who likes that kind of shit. Oh. What, was that his, that was Jason Siegel's voice by the way when he was in the Dracula voice? Yeah, that was, was good. And I don't know, I thought it might have been someone else pretending to like sing for him or something. I don't know. Why would he write singer. that song in if he couldn't do it himself? <laughs> I, just, I didn't know singer. he wrote the song or the, or the facts, movie. Uh, <laughs> this this is uh, probably one of the things that inspired him to go pitch for the Muppets movie at Disney. Um, Wait, what? He did? Yeah, he had big admiration, and he actually kind of single-handedly revived the Muppets. Uh, It had been dormant for a little bit. What the fuck? From, like, the 90s until the late 2000s, and he was like, I think the Muppets should be a thing again. And then he made the Muppets musical uh, movie that came out in, like, the 2010s or something, and it was great. I really liked it, and I also really liked that song, uh, Am I a Man or Am I a Muppet? Which I guess Morgan will probably think is lame as well, because she hates Jason Segel's songwriting. Yeah, I've never seen and any of the Muppets. I don't, like, I oh. know about Muppets, but I've never seen a Muppet thing in my life. That's oh, wow. Interesting. That's interesting. Did you watch Sesame Street growing up? Yeah, I was going to uh, say, you never watched Sesame Street? or like. I mean, if I did, it was when I was a baby, and I don't remember. Mm. Same as. Oh, you're not like a Jim Henson person, huh? Like, I know who he is, but I've never seen any of his work, I don't think. Ah, okay, Dark Crystal? 
Yeah, Eating I never, girl never saw that. Definitely not Dark Crystal. Labyrinth? Person. She's never watched that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I did see Labyrinth. You're right. He uh, he did do that. I forgot. He did kind of. One thing. One, yeah. Labyrinth, though, is definitely more of a David Bowie superstar kind of showcase thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think yeah, that's the, a good example for It's Jim not Henson. the best example, no. Dark Crystal is kind of a better example for weird fantasy Jim Henson Dark Crystal is fucking weird. Jim, oh, yeah, it's kind of weird. I've seen the um, trailer on Netflix, so I know what it looks like. Yeah. There's a there's a tactical RPG with that. There game. is a tactical RPG. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I like the I like the music. I I like the Muppets too, um, and so that's a cool little fun fact. Another really cool little fun fact is that uh, Kristen Bell actually had a lot to draw on during this uh, role because just like her character's show was getting canceled in the film. Veronica Mars was actually coming to an end and she got like the call that it was coming to an end and that it wouldn't be renewed while she was filming for Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And so she also had a lot of feelings of uh, dread. Resentment. Yeah, thinking like, what am I going to do now with my life because it was such a pivotal part of my life. Am I going to be able to do things? And was she um, also thinking, oh my God, Forgetting Sarah Marshall is just like that Australian movie that my character did. <laughs> you know what? That would have been a really funny connection to make. But... Fortunately, Forgetting Star Marshall was actually a box office success, so that's nice. Do you think uh, Jason Segel wrote that into the movie because he knew that was like that would be like useful for her to use, or was that just like a coincidence? It was a coincidence, uh, from really? my understanding. Yeah, it was that's a coincidence. crazy. And then, yeah, no, they were like, "Oh, that sucks." <laughs> on, on set, they were like, "Oof, big oof." And now, <laughs> Kirsten Bell is now in the good place. Yeah. She's not just a dead person. She's a dead person in heaven. I mean, yeah, she's, uh, well, she's done a lot of good stuff. It's just yeah, like uh, how her character goes on to do animal instincts. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying. Oh, yeah. It's like, huh. I would watch that. The I'd Animal Instinct show? or I think yeah, the Animal Instinct show is really good. I don't know. Way more than the The other one, one was basically Law and Order, but sexy, I think. Was it sexy? I don't know if yeah. it was sexy. It, they just I mean, made they, her, made made, her they were like, she's the sexy one, and he's the dark brooding one. So I assume, like, I don't know, the, the way the little biop described the character, I assume it's supposed to be sexy law and order. All right. I can kind of see that. I, I don't know. I think they were just playing up the fact that you know, media will sexualize women in no matter what role they have. Because law and order for you, TV right? Is you media. have yeah <laughs> that's fair but either way those are my two fun facts that's the stuff i want to talk about Good with fun facts. marshall uh are you guys cool to go on break yeah yeah i forgot to get water yeah i'll be right break time let me grab some water myself actually and welcome back to the I'm Sorry Grandpa podcast. Now is everybody's favorite part of the podcast, 
I'm sorry, GamePod. <laughs> yep. So, for I'm sorry, GamePod today, we're going to do something really special. Oh, boy. We're going to write some songs. Mm-hmm. You were going to say that, and I was... Yeah. I, I wonder what it... I for this entire time, that was what the game was going to be, and I was... Yeah, they did it twice. Not looking they forward did it to twice. it. Love the complaining. Well... <laughs> just cause, cause, is this because I fucked up the last time? But uh, you're going to be writing songs, and then you're going to go ahead and give me those lyrics, and then I am going to go ahead, take both your songs, which you're not going to collaborate... And I'm going to bridge them into a cohesive unit, and we're going to do a little play. I'm going to go ahead uh, and sing out and record the songs and put it all together as one cohesive unit. And I will insert it here. Oh, what the fuck? Six sick things sit splitting up the floor. And five fixed motions all captured in score. For the dribbled spittle never Now that we're done with that song, let's go ahead and jump right into the theme. And I believe it's something like the ocean in January. Uh, warm your cool, icy heart with these warm summer breezes. I don't exactly remember. It was a That's very obtuse title. That's what was it, Keanu? Right um, did you all like the water? What? No, what's the name of the, the month? Oh, set in summer. So January in the best. summer, what is it called? It's called Set, set in, in Summer. summer. <laughs> Just Set in this Summer? This isn't no... Yeah, yeah dude, this the ain't film no has to be Set in Summer. Who's on first shit? Was this movie Set in Summer? <laughs> no. But it was set, you in know, a in, a, in a summer-like environment. Yeah. Yeah. But 
Like he even said it could be fall or spring or whatever. It could be like spring as break long as, as long as there's waves. like yeah, as long as it's summer esque and it's there's got water, waves. There's pools. Again, warm these cool Camping. icy hearts with those warm sunny sunshine island vibes or whatever. I'm glad Wait. we I didn't I didn't let you like write my write it out. It's said in summer. So what too is, long of a title. What is the what was the month theme? Is it like do, would you want to would ride you, those waves? It's would you want oh. to visit that beach? Okay, would you want to visit that beach? Did y'all love the water in this film? Uh, yeah, it looked the, nice. I mean, it's Hawaii. That scene, it's beautiful. Yeah, I to go yeah. There. But I mean, what was it when Jason? Not Jason. I keep forgetting. I I tried so hard not to say his Peter. name in the movie. But Peter, when he jumps off the cliffs to go hang out with Rachel in the waters, I was like, oh, this dude's gonna die. You you don't jump off a fucking cliff. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's the stupidest thing. Uh, <laughs> like, what? even she's she's very stupid for doing that. You will break your fucking legs jumping off that thing, hitting the water and potentially hitting some rocks on the floor. Yeah. You're crazy for that people one. People are crazy. But yeah, so, I, so I, would, do you, I would do it. But people go cliff twice. diving. They people do, People go like, cliff diving. That, uh, I don't know how idea that was. Not unsanctioned places. So, this is like some random area. So we would all go to this beach. But she lives there. She knows what's up. I definitely want Rachel to show me around this beach. I guess. So we'd all go to this but beach. yeah, I would fuck with this beach. Morgan? We would all fuck with this beach. Yeah. Okay, we'd all fuck with this beach. All right, <laughs> cool. Very fun. Very engaging. Now on to my favorite <laughs> aspect, the ratings. 7 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> um, I give it like a 6 out of 10. I would definitely show it to people. I'm not going to lie. In fact, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have already seen this movie. Yeah, it's popular. Um, I'll I'll probably make them watch the unrated version, which has the the <laughs> naked the naked pee pee scene. So you yeah. just get exactly. a lot of penis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're gonna be like, "What the fuck, Keanu?" And I'm be like, "Yeah, suffer like I did." What about you, Morgan? What's that thing looks like a white ratings? snake. You really didn't like his penis, damn. I was just it just came out of nowhere. I appreciated it's... it because normally it's like a lot of tits everywhere that just come out of nowhere, and it was just nice to just get penis for once. I want more penis in my films, to be honest. Just go check out Penn Island. Yep. Good yeah. one. I'm advertising it. That's my my job for today. Yeah. Morgan, uh, what, what's your rating? I'll give it uh, a year to write a play out of four nice days. That's a very positive score. That seems very if positive. We're, if we're doing like a... a 1,000 divided by here. four. This movie, no, I gave this the best, the best rating out of out of every movie ever. No, I think overall, you know, mm. it's a a decent uh, it's a decent film. I think it portrayed a lot of these characters uh, with many different dimensions. But I think we did discuss it would have been nice to get more of the titular character's perspective, but unnecessary. This is his journey, so we follow his journey. Um, if I was a little harsh, it's probably just because I, I do sometimes get tired of just watching a lot of, like, well-off, rich white people complaining <laughs> about their problems, which, like, they are totally entitled to do. And sometimes I feel bad for being annoyed that there's so many, like, just pale-ass rich people on screen. But sometimes it gets on my nerves, especially now that I'm older and uh we live in a society so i just think as as i get older i become more of a grouch to just rich white people problems 
But this movie was good. It's enjoyable. It's it's cute. I'm sorry that I'm a grouch towards rich white people. I don't think I'm grouchy in general. All right, y'all. We're setting the summer and summer to an end. Summer's over. But now, it's time for the next month. What do we got? What's on the chopping block? It's February. I'm rubbing my fingers. And as February. you know, it's cold in February. Oh, no. So it's set in winter. <laughs> Is it really? No, it's not. Uh, okay. It's set in fall, actually. So we're doing oh, movies. You can't get me this time. I'm stone cold now. No, but I've actually, seen you tricks. Uh, like I was saying, I'm tired of seeing a bunch of uh, a bunch of well-off uh, white people complain about their problems, which are totally valid, and they can do that. But you know, they don't got to do it on camera all the time. And I think as we go into February, we did Valentine's Day, we did the love. I think now it's time to uh, to celebrate color a little bit more. Uh, <gasps> and we're going to celebrate color with Freduary Douglas. Oh my, oh my god. god. Are we doing Black name. History Month? What the uh, Yeah, fuck? it's Celebrate Color. So we're doing uh, just uh, movies that are, I would ideally like helmed, like stories told by uh, people of color. And it's Black History Month, so I guess ideally, uh, I guess we're going with, uh, like, uh, I guess, black history and black films. Um, but you, you, if there, if you want to do like um, a different, uh, different culture perspective or a different persons of persons of cultures perspective, that's fine too. But celebrate color. So just to make sure i got this on record because i I definitely talked over it what's the name of the month it's freduary douglas like uh yeah fred 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 frederick douglas but it's fred Fred. douglas my fucking god or you can just celebrate color whichever whichever you prefer no it's it's freduary douglas yes i'm (laughs) gonna be a pain to type out every time Hell, that's what i was hoping for <laughs> all right well and, uh, that's another one in the bag and the in first it. movie which i forgot to oh, say oh fuck it it's not in the bag is it uh we're gonna do the uh the because i wanted to do a new movie that we haven't done a movie from like this year well, last year now, because it is now 2022. We haven't done, like, a really, really recent film. Uh, so we're going to do the, the new, the remake, the new Candyman movie. Oh, shit. We're actually doing Candyman. Nice. Oh, yeah. New, new uh, no more I'm sorry, Grandpa. I think we're saying it's on you, Grandpa. It's on you, Grandpa. It's not our fault. It's yours. Mm-hmm. I'm exactly. Sorry, I'm sorry. We still ended the same way. You guys suck. <laughs> I want to do something different. <laughs>